0: Welcome to the On The Air podcast, a companion to On The Air magazine, a bi-monthly magazine from ARRL for beginner to intermediate ham radio licensees. I'm your host and the editor of On The Air magazine, Becky Schoenfeld W1BXY. Every month, the On The Air podcast extends material found in On The Air magazine to help you learn about the many things the ham radio service and hobby has to offer. The On The Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM, for the love of ham radio. Welcome to the first 2023 episode of the On the Air podcast. Happy New Year! In this episode, we're dipping into the January-February 2023 issue of On the Air to talk a bit more about the levels of ARRL volunteer laid out on pages 10 and 11 of that issue in a piece called Volunteers at Every Level." Now we depend on volunteers to keep not only ARRL going, but ham radio itself. ARRL has named 2023 the year of the volunteers. And part of what we'll be doing this year is highlighting the various volunteer opportunities. With me today is ARRL field services manager, Mike Walters, W8ZY, who is just the person to tell us more about that. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Becky. So readers of On the Air may know that ARL headquarters in Newington, Connecticut is staffed by paid employees like you and me, and we keep various ARL programs and services running. But what folks may not realize, um, sometimes even if they've been ARL members for a while, is that there is a really large group of volunteers out there across the whole country that offer their time and knowledge to ARL members and even prospective hams who want to uh, become involved in the hobby. And that's the ARL field organization. Um, Now field organization is a really broad term. Um, can Can you break that down for us? What exactly is the field organization and why do we have one?
1: The biggest thing that most folks should understand about the field organization is you're right. Here at headquarters we have approximately 85 paid employees and they're everything from uh, accountants to secretaries to managers who run programs and like yourself publish magazines and publish books. But in the field We have, across the country, thousands of unpaid volunteers. People who give us their time. They give their time primarily because they love amateur radio or they love the programs and the services that they're involved in. Now, as amateurs, we all are required to be volunteers. It's part of our name. You know, we want to be the folks who do things that are needed. In the field organization across the U.S., including Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, and the the possessions like Guam and places like that, there are volunteers that make up a network of sections. There are 71 sections across the country. Those folks are the field. Those are the boots on the ground. They're the local people who represent ARRL in the field.
0: And now the sections are, um, they're, they're geographical sections. Like I know Connecticut is a whole section. It's the Connecticut section.
1: Typically what we have are states that are individual sections. The majority of them are as you said, like for instance, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Virginia, North and South Carolina, each one of those is a section by themselves. Some of the larger states, like for instance, Florida, California, Texas, they have a very higher population, they have a lot more hams, they have more people, they may have larger physical area, geographic area to cover. Some of those states are more than one section. Texas, for instance, is three separate sections. Uh, Florida is three separate sections. So north and south, east and west, it all depends on how many people we're dealing with. But we have people to represent each of those sections.
0: So when we talk about the field organization, we're talking about the section level. Is that right? Correct. So the field organization is a way for ARL to be very local with members and and people who want to be hams.
1: Well, think about it this way. It's 3,000 miles from here to California. We cannot effectively be even realistically involved in helping the hams in California, in Oregon, in Arizona, without having representatives who can be local to those hams. So we have a section manager in each section. That's the person who is our primary contact. That section manager has working under them, uh, and we have men and women across the country who have put in great deal of time to be section managers, uh, those folks have or working under them an entire volunteer organization. So this is the year of the volunteer. Depending on what level an individual wants to be part of the ARRL organization, you can start theoretically at the very bottom or work your way up. Uh, some of these positions are elected, some of them are appointed, there's a lot of variety.
0: So. A section manager is sort of the point person for a section. Um, Would it be accurate to say a section manager runs a section, facilitates a section? Um, Is that person um, a leader, a servant, a
1: mixture of both? The section manager fills sort of an, uh, an unusual role in that Nobody working with a section manager is, a, is an employee. So a section manager doesn't have any real management authority over telling you, know, you have to do this and you have to do that. This is how you have to do it. A section manager spends a great deal of their time coaching the volunteers that they work with. We want them to learn the skills that are necessary to do the programs that we want them to be a part of, and we want them to do it in a timely manner, in a particular method, things like that. And it depends on whether the volunteer is in emergency service, emergency communications, or uh, a volunteer examiner, or a traffic handler, or any other program that we may have here at ARRL. So. There is an opportunity to learn more. Uh, The section manager is the person who is the leader of that section. They're also the public face of ARRL in that section.
0: So you mentioned some of the the positions um, that also appear at the section level with the section manager um, leading those folks. And it sounds like there are It sounds like there's a lot of variety within there. You mentioned traffic handler. um, You mentioned emergency communications. Um, There are, um, it sounds like there are different ways to volunteer and different ways to be involved, just as is the case in ham radio itself. Um, You know, you can um, enjoy operating for the pure love of it, or you can uh, operate in order to be of service. Um, You can enjoy the technical side of the hobby or you can lean more toward the operating side. It sounds like there might be varied positions at the section level that play upon those various interests so that maybe even if um, you're not a public service ham, maybe there are other positions that you you could be involved in that um, speak to maybe more of your personal interests as a ham.
1: There are. We all know that ham radio is a very, very diverse hobby. You can be interested in DX. You can be interested in contesting. You can be interested in moon bounce. You can also be interested in local communications like emergency services. Whatever you want to do, there's something for you in ham radio if you want to build computers, if you want to build uh, you know, radios, you want to build antennas, there's an opportunity for you. In the field organization, there is a lot of diversity as well. You can be a volunteer examiner, you can be in emergency service, you can do DX card checking. There's lots of different things that you can do. We have a whole list of, of positions that are available as volunteers. And you can find those on the ARRL website.
0: I think um, the URL I have here is ARRL.org slash field hyphen organization. And if you go to that URL, there is a, a big list of um, field organization, field organization positions with um, descriptions of all of them and, and some idea of what the folks in those positions are responsible for. Um, I know that on my end, dealing with ARL publications, um, sometimes we get information that comes in from the um, public information folks in the field organization. Um, And those people are often volunteering in a capacity where Maybe they came from the world of journalism, or maybe they're just a person who has an aptitude for or interest in um, writing and sharing information. Um, and a lot of times people who end up volunteering in that public information officer position, um, they'll they'll send us in a, a piece of news and say, Hey, I'm I'm the public information officer for this section, and I found out about this interesting thing that I thought. You should know about. Perhaps you want to promote it in one of the magazines, or perhaps ARL News wants to pick up this story. So that's another way in which somebody with a a certain set of interests or skills can volunteer, and that's something I see on my end of things. So if a new or prospective ham uh, who's listening in has a question about how to start or deepen their amateur radio journey, is there somebody within their local field organization who could help provide resources? And if so, who, who might that person be? What position or positions might a person like that approach?
1: I would make two suggestions. First of all, as we said, the, the, the local point is the section manager. Reach out to your section manager. And you'll find every section manager listed on page 16 in QST Magazine. And you'll find them all there. Reach out to your section manager and say, I'm interested in being a part of amateur radio other than just talking on the air. So reach out to them. Another great place to start is your local club. If you're not involved in a local amateur radio club, Now's the time to reach out and find one in your area. There are listings of affiliated clubs on the AWRL website. On the front page, there's a, a link that says find a club and it will let you search for clubs in your area. Some of those clubs are contest only clubs or DX only clubs or emergency communications clubs but you're gonna find a lot of them out there are very diverse and very open to different things. Find one that you like. Either one of those points is a good place to start. Your local club, because when you start networking with the people in that club, you're gonna find other locations, other, other resources. And the section manager should be able to help you. The section manager also has another volunteer called an affiliated club coordinator. You'll find them listed on the club's website, and you'll find them listed under the field organization for each section. Those guys can help you find clubs. They can help you find someone to work with.
0: The field organization is so large, and there are so many different positions within it. Um, and. You know, we really do depend, and ham radio depends on people giving of their time in these positions. So I know that, um, you know, folks are always looking to network, see who might be um, the next person who might be interested. Um, I know finding succession for a lot of these positions is a big issue, and we want to make sure that We have a lot of vibrant volunteers that are going to be able to keep all this going um, for ham radio into the future. If someone is new to volunteering in a ham radio capacity, um, something that doesn't involve operating, but maybe they want to volunteer in, in this way and is interested in finding out more about the field organization and how they might be able to be of help there. Um, where might be a good place to start with that? Are Are there opportunities for people who haven't volunteered in this capacity before? Is there a good place in the field organization that is a good entry point for people like that?
1: There's lots of diversity, and each section is a little different. Everybody has their own. Things are different in Maine than they are in Texas and different in Oregon. So, Each section is a little bit different. My first suggestion for you is to reach out to the section manager. And they can tell you, there's something that we need help with. They should be able to tell you, I have an idea that if you're interested in doing this, we can help you find someone who needs your help. Uh, the, The field organization is what makes ARRL possible without the field organization we would not last very long. So our volunteers are essential to us and we are thankful every day that we have a list of volunteers like we have. Uh, we, We try from one day to the next to provide more programs and more opportunities. So keep looking, reach out to your section manager, reach out to your club and find those opportunities that fit your personal interest. Not every ham is an engineer. I've known hams for years uh, that are Indian chiefs and doctors and lawyers and accountants and truck drivers and everything. You don't have to be an engineer to be a ham. Uh, My wife is a nurse, she's been a ham for years. Those things make it possible for folks with diverse backgrounds and diverse interests to take part in ham radio. And we invite everybody to look for something that makes them interested in ham radio.
0: Great. Well, thanks, Mike. We're going to be touching upon uh, this kind of thing all year in 2023, our year of the volunteers. And... uh, highlighting and thanking the people who do volunteer and hoping hoping to bring in some new blood as well to keep all this good stuff going. Thanks for being here.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: I hope you've enjoyed this episode, which took a deeper dive into material from On The Air magazine. The On The Air podcast will be back with a new episode next month. In the meantime, feel free to send comments about On The Air to OTA at ARRL.org and learn more about ARL membership at ARL.org. Until next time, I'm your host, Becky Schoenfeld, W1BXY, 73.